Gavin Fry's Movie Podcast. I'm Gavin. I'm Ian. And uh, as per usual, we'll just be talking about a whole bunch of movie stuff. <laughs> and uh, then we'll be moving on to some reviews. Uh, I'll be reviewing uh, Never Let Me Go. Um, and then I'll be reviewing The Beaver. And then I'll be reviewing Dylan Dog, Dead of Night. I'll be reviewing John Favreau's Cowboys and Aliens. And uh, Channing Tatum and Billy Elliot in um, The Eagle. That's an awesome picture. <laughs> Let me get back to that. Anyway, spoilers. Before, yeah. Before we uh, get started, though, I just want to say, like, if you have some free time, or right now, you can just pause this and go on YouTube, and uh, <laughs> you plugging that shit here. Yeah. We, we talk about this, Kevin. Go on no YouTube. side projects, go, man. No go, side projects. Go on YouTube. And, I'm breaking up the band. And t- and type in uh, public service announcement: Beware of women called Philip. Please note that this is this service is not in any way endorsed by my cap and fries, or at least not the Mac part. No, it's you won't regret it. Some insane shit. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, can I just can I just say that uh, I I had Subway for lunch, mm-hmm. right? And you're gonna be gassy. You can probably see that I've got this little bit here on my chin. It's like this little bit of torn skin. Uh, now I was eating. I, I ordered a meatball marinara, right? I've never ordered one of those. I don't know how to keep the balls in. Oh, it's very easy to keep the balls in. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That, 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 you know, that, you're that, you're that, a good ball handler. That, that's not a problem. That's uh-huh. not a problem. The balls never fall out. Uh-huh. Sometimes, you know, you just want to bite half of the ball, but, you, but you know, it's, and, you know, and still keep it in the bread. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes the whole ball goes in your mouth. Uh-huh. And anyway. So you're so, always choking on balls? No, I never choked on it. Never choked on it. Got a, got a couple in my mouth a few times, but yeah. I never choked on <laughs> But anyway, so I went, I had the meatball sandwich, mm-hmm. and uh, the bit of marinara, uh, like, like uh, when I'm when I'm when I'm trying to get a ball out, uh, this little bit of marinara sauce like drops down on my on my chin uh-huh. and burns the fuck because it's really hot. It's oh like, shit! Right, 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 right. I was, I was I thought a dog came and like licked it off and bit you or something because no, it was no, like no. I I never had those. I don't get them yeah, hot. No, it's fucking hot, right? <laughs> so I burned the shit out of my chin and I, and, and it was like this moment of shock. I'm like, this actually hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for I'm look, I'm looking for the napkin and take the napkin. And just wipe it off like really quick, and I think I tore off a little bit of skin. Uh. Like there's a little, like uh, there's the non-existent skin there. So I'm make, just making it uh, clear my intentions to sue Subway. Okay. Because <laughs> it, it it doesn't say content may include hot content. It doesn't say that. You know how dare they not tell me their meatball sandwiches? You can be hot. that idiot. <laughs> we've already had the McDonald's coffee idiot, and we've already had the. I don't. Yeah, I'll be a rich idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I got no problem people thinking I'm stupid if I got lots of money. <laughs> We've got to take some photos of that with today's newspaper so we can prove it was today and all that That's shit. right. That's and right. Uh, this is going to hold you back podcasting-wise because... Um, I, will, I mean, I can't talk properly. Yeah, it's true. No, it's like, <laughs> like, um, I can't... Um, this is cutting into your revenues. <laughs> all future revenues you'll be requesting from the Zoe company. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. Like, that, it really hurt. So not the McCappen Fries podcast not endorsed by Subway. No. Or we don't endorse Subway rather. No. Um, if you want to get in contact with us and you know ask us to cut down on the gibber jabber before we talk about the news, you can email us at podcast at McCappen Fries. That's right. Or what? else, as people have done this week, you can use the contact us form on the website. Yep. So let's get started with the news. Um, I think the biggest movie-related news that has come out of anywhere this week has been that Jared Depardieu took a piss on an Air France flight. Yes. Did you hear I, about I, this? I heard, I heard about that. That's quite funny. <laughs> this is insane. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I've never... I keep... Every time I hear about him, it's like I'm, it's like I'm being reminded that he's still alive. Yeah. I generally don't really spend much time thinking about what Jared Depardieu does. And, 
And now <laughs> it's kind of, it's just kind of funny. You just don't sit around. I don't, I don't really know how to feel about it. I mean, I, I just kind of laughed and like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it, you know. Apparently, he said uh, "Je vu pisser, je vu pisser" when he was uh, on the train, on the plane, and they said the plane wouldn't take off. They couldn't open the toilet till it took off, and so we, we apparently. He unzipped his pants and peed on the carpet. So it wasn't just that he wet himself or anything like that because he was mm -hmm. bursting. No, it was, a, it was a complete act of defiance. Yeah, and you could like tell that he'd been drinking. <laughs> uh, and it, was, it took two hours to clean up. But then again... <laughs> he must have been really bursting to go. But something, something like that, right, I would imagine... Is, would, would, if I did that, would I get in the papers? No. Uh, well, would, you would, but you'd be arrested. You wouldn't make the... But, you know, it's like... Nothing's uh, saying he was arrested for this. Yeah, yeah. It's like... They're, they're saying that people were upset, but yeah. nobody pressed any charges. Well, because they're French. <laughs> <laughs> it made the plane smell yeah. a little better. Yeah, indecent exposure. What's uh, it? What? What do you... What's, it's France. What's, nothing is indecent. Nothing is indecent. <laughs> 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 I just, uh, Especially not us. <laughs> I mean, maybe, uh, maybe so. this point out that he is actually now sixty-two, and that's just maybe the kind of shit we'll try and get, you know, try and get away with when we're that age. You think? Mm. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd, be, I'd, be quite, I'd be quite upset with myself if that's how I was trying to look for attention. <laughs> <laughs> but he still, I mean, he, he still makes Asterix movies, right? He's not that desperate for attention. <laughs> you fucking oblix. <laughs> Only in France can the actor who plays Oblix be a sex symbol. Well, he was a sex That's, symbol before that. Yeah, I mean, I know, <laughs> I know but he's the man who looks like a potato looks like it is a sex symbol. <laughs> oh god, that is quite funny. But yeah, so Jared Depardieu. Um, okay, the real biggest news. This Maybe week. you might want to like get yourself some of those incontinence knickers. Yeah. <laughs> like the ones Billy Connolly talked about. What do they call them? Depends. Incontinence knickers. <laughs> Depends in the US. The adult diapers. Yeah. Yeah. So, right, Ridley the real, Scott. The real biggest news is yeah. that Ridley Scott has, and this it doesn't seem uh, 24 frames from Ridley, the LA Rid Times. Ridley Scott is going back and fixing all of his films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's been it's talking like, to George Lucas. He's like, because okay, he's doing Prometheus and he's like, oh, I can actually. This is kind of alien, but not quite. Yeah, I can just, you know, like I can go back to all of my movies and kind of not quite do them. Yes. <laughs> and that, you know. <laughs> but this, I mean, you, we get a lot of scuttle, but there's a lot of news I looked at this week that was just like, I'm not even going to talk about that. Yeah. Like, I think there's, yeah, some, yeah, there's yeah. something about war games. It was like, yeah. fuck that. But um, fuck you. they're not even at a, they're talking about maybe writing a script. Let's play global thermal <laughs> nuclear war. Wouldn't you prefer a game of chess? <laughs> no. Let's play. You're encroaching on my borders. <laughs> uh, I mean, a war, a war games remake could work. Well, you've seen you see the trailer of Battleship, right? You yeah. talked about that last week. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> what is that? I don't know what is that. <laughs> but, uh, no, the, I think he's pulled out of Monopoly. I think Monopoly's being shelved. Monopoly and... <laughs> I'm so happy. And Candyland. I think Monopoly and Candyland have been gone back into development. <laughs> Go back into development. Just the idea of a Monopoly movie just sounds so retarded. It's like... <laughs> I can't even fathom what it might even be about. It's kind of some madcap thing. Would it be in 3D? <laughs> Monopoly, the Rupert Murdoch story. Um, I, wanna I once owned Piccadilly Circus. <laughs> and now look at me. I'm living off the community chest. I was a rich, sexy mofo. <laughs> I just want to see how they fit in the incongruous cards, like, you know, yeah, having yeah. the banker win the You Have Won a Beauty contest, collect £250. I don't even want to see that. I, I don't want to see it. I don't want a Monopoly movie. Nobody wants a Monopoly movie. Why is it even in development? But the, the Blade Runner thing, uh, Deadline... I can't even imagine Monopoly lovers 
people who love the game. Really want to see? I wish that. I wish this is a movie, man. <laughs> I want to see these little red this, houses this, this in little, 3D. The houses were red, right? Or it's green. like I always wanted to be the boot. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna play the boot? <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson is the Sergeant boot. the Boot Francis. <laughs> Also starring race, race Car McQueen, Lightning McQueen as the race car. Uh, it couldn't work. It'll never work. Roll. Boot. Roll. <laughs> or that, who gets to play the top hat? Mark Joe, Strong. Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe Pesci is top hat. It's just, yeah, no. Blade Runner is actually interesting. Yes, it is. I mean, if he is going to go back and fix his films, that's... But then again, the thing from this is that the LA Times had uh, 24 frames of their movie section, I believe, and they actually talked to the guys and said how it came about. And it seems to be a lot further on than mm. most of the stuff you would hear about. He's actually, the lawyers have already, like, they talked about what they could possibly do, whether it should be. The, the, the key points they were talking about was um, everything he's going to do, everything Ridley does as a filmmaker is fresh. I believe he sees an opportunity to create something that's wholly original from the Blade Runner. Um, the next step is for him to meet with the writers and for he and the producers to agree on the writer they're going to they go with. Um, the earliest we're going to get it, I think, is 2014. Right. Um, what was it they said? Da, 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 da. Yeah, the, 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 over the course of one meeting, they hashed out how a new film would look, how it could avoid seeming too similar to the many movies that have since paid homage to the original, and how different the new film should be from the original itself. They eventually decided it should be as separately as possible. Oh, okay. So that, so, that so does you, sound like good news. So he's basically like returning to the universe, but not really... It doing being its own thing. Could be, yeah. So no Harrison Ford. No, I think that they said so, so, the, the producer said I can't. No way can I speak for Ridley, but right now, uh, if you're asking me if w me will this movie have anything to do with Harrison Ford, the answer is no. It's a total reinvention, and in my mind, that means doing everything fresh, including casting. Well, also, you know, I mean, no Harrison Ford. That means you know, no box office poison. Because <laughs> let, let's face it, people ain't liking him that much these days. No. Mm. <laughs> No, but Harrison Ford, he's just that. He's a, he's a legend. He's going to get work regardless of... He was good in Cowboys and Aliens, and we'll touch on that later. But Cowboys and Aliens didn't exactly set the box office well, on fire. him. Uh, but, I, but I heard that it was actually quite shit. Yeah, I'd heard that as well, but it's solid. It's solid? That, there goes the end of my review. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have written solid at the end. <laughs> Fuck. Well, yeah. Spoilers. I'm giving spoilers just, for later just, on the same podcast. We just, say, we just saved the listeners like a whole bunch of time. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, which, yeah. which I'm sure they would appreciate. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's a it's summertime. People. Are I'll beach. wait. I'll wait till I see a set of some pictures or whatever. I mean, I'm not particularly excited about this. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I do think it is big news in the sense that it's Ridley Scott that's doing it. It will but, be bigger news some... once we see what Prometheus is actually like. Yeah. yeah. And have you, there was did you see there was some set photos leaked a while ago? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. And it is fucking alien. Mm -hmm. It does look. It looks exactly. I mean, the suits look exactly the same. I reckon they're going with the plan, which is actually, you know, at the, at the when you sit down, it says Prometheus, and there's like a curtain on top, and then it whips away and says Alien Six. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Face. <laughs> yeah, I know. I took a look at that. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> is that John Hurt? <laughs> it looks Wait, ridiculously like is it. Is Michael Fassbender playing an android? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So total alien. Yeah, totally alien. So, I mean, it depends Fucking on... Fucking liars. Yeah. <laughs> it's the new marketing strategy in Hollywood. Lying. It's genius, though. It's great. I'd love it. <laughs> and so, this could be bullshit, too. Yeah, yeah. The more stuff we see about Blade Runner, it'd be like, Harris, Harrison Ford? It's Ed, actually Ed a monopoly in the future. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem a bit stupid, though. This, these guys at Alcon Entertainment keep cropping up everywhere. Um, they bought the rights to Blade Runner, right? Mm -hmm. So... 
they don't know they've not come um, they made I did have them up earlier they have made some bits and pieces of movies but nothing major but they're also getting Eddie Murphy to do the voice of Hong Kong Fu yes I think that's genius but that's again the same company where did they come from I know, it's, know. it's suspicious I don't know I, I know that a lot of people were shitting on the whole uh, Eddie Murphy is Hong Kong Hong Kong Fu thing uh, yeah. online but, but I don't know I, I just I love Hong Kong Fu dude yeah I know but <laughs> and Eddie Murphy that's that's awesome well uh, if they if, I mean if, if they just let him run wild and he's He's all wacky and shit. Then I think that'll be. But I mean, because I, I watched some of that, I was looking it up on YouTube just to get the, the grips of the yoga. Okay, talk. But it wasn't that fast, rapid style of delivery. He was like, Hong Kong fooey. Talks yeah. kind of slow. <laughs> kind of ghetto. I know. And the, and the police. I was surprised it's, by the police officer had no neck and way too much ass. Do <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like someone had slipped while drawing him. Because <laughs> this this guy, he was like Rob Leefield on feet. <laughs> this guy obviously he was like. I just can't draw next, but I'll make up for it by drawing way too much ass. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Hong Kong Fui, and then they're also doing a, a film of Fastbender called Passenger, or not Passenger, uh, Prisoner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the best, my, the, my dog Skip, The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, The Wicker Man, P.S. I Love You, or maybe they got... Mm-hmm. The Book of Eli, The Blind Side. Mm-hmm. They've done quite a few films. They, also did, they, also, they also did the, the Wicker Man. <laughs> the Wicker Man remake. Thank mm. you so much for that one. Maybe now they've made the point where they've got enough money that, and they've all, they've got Marvin the Martian and Dolphin's Tale in uh, production. Maybe they get to the point now. It's like right, we've made some money on shit. Let's try and lose money on some shit, on some good shit. Right. It was just kind of weird to see all. You know, you don't you don't really pay attention. I usually don't pay attention to the production companies, and then it's like you see the same one in every single story. It's a bit weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I'd look forward to a new uh, Blade Runner. Uh, Hong Kong Fui, I don't know, I guess, like I said, I don't think Donkey's voice would work for it, so we have to see where he's going to go with that. Yeah, no, I mean, like, uh, I, 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 I'll, give it a, I'll give it a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a chance, because, you know, Eddie Murphy, I like, I, I, want, I want to see Eddie Murphy come back and do, do, good, do good stuff, you know? Yeah. Tower Heist looks like it might work. Did you see the trailer for that? Because I forgot to watch it. Yeah, yeah. How does it look? It looks like it could be fun. Uh, ben Stiller looks like a dick in the poster. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Ben Stiller's just playing Ben Stiller. Yeah. But um, Eddie Murphy, look, I mean, at least... At least Eddie Murphy's getting to cut loose a little bit. Yeah. I'm hoping it's going to be rated R. I don't think it's been. Uh, I don't think it's been rated yet. Okay. But uh, I hope it's rated R because we need to see Eddie Murphy do a fucking R-rated movie again. And who's directing that? Brett Ratner. Oh yeah. Who's also doing the Oscars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's got a it's got a really good cast. It's yeah, got yeah. Matthew Broderick, uh, Casey Affleck, Alan Alda, uh, Tia Leone. He's Tia Leone and really good cast in the same sentence. Yep. <laughs> Mrs. David Duchovny? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like you her. Really appreciate, yeah, you like her, but do you appreciate her acting ability? She's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she doesn't, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't insult me. She's not Gemma Atherton. Fair enough. Did you see the trailer for Ghost Rider 2, which I put up on the site as well? All trailers and all pictures we talk about will be linking off to on the site, so you can check the show notes. The Ghost Rider 2 trailer is awesome. <laughs> Although... Neveldine, I, I mean, I only watched the, uh, an interview with Neveldine and Taylor at Comic Con yeah. a, a week or two ago, and they were just two seemingly all right guys. But at the, the, at the beginning of the trailer, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, there, yeah, and they yeah. seem to have lost their minds. <laughs> I mean, did you get a full on Hashem when he's doing this? Yeah. He starts doing the devil horns and grinning like a loon <laughs> for no fucking reason. That was Neveldine. Was that Taylor? Did they always stand Neveldine and Taylor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that deck all over again? <laughs> No, I, I, I really liked it. It's completely boss of the wall. I mean, yeah. the, the, the end bit where the kid says, yeah. um, how, do you what, go, what do you, what, how do you go to the toilet? Yeah, how do you pee when you're on fire? He says, oh, it's awesome. <laughs> I 
just cuts to him from behind, whizzing flames. This looks great. This looks like good fun. Yeah. Is it just, do you know if Idris Elba's a good guy or a bad guy? I don't know, actually. I'm not, uh, I think he's a good guy. Hmm. I mean, because of him going backwards yeah. off a cliff, shooting a car, yeah, yeah, it just yeah. looks... That looks badass. Yeah. There's a lot of badasses in there. They showed the bit they talked about Comic-Con with Ghost Rider spitting bullets yeah, at yeah, the yeah, guy, yeah. which is... It does look cool. <laughs> and a lot of chain action. A lot more chain action. Yeah, a lot more chain action. No, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. You got any news? No? No, not really. <laughs> They're gonna, they're gonna make a third Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie. Is there a third Diary of a Wimpy Kid book? I don't know. Hmm. I still haven't watched the second one yet. I haven't seen the second one either. I like the first one though. Yeah. And Roderick's rules seem to seemingly like what was the movie that it kept off the top spot? Sucker Punch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation there whatsoever. <laughs> well, I had to review it, so, so I, remember, I remember the box office. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, that's, that's, everything I've heard about the second one is that it's as good as the first. Oh fuck, that was now that I know that shit. <laughs> everyone you what? What? Everyone you what? What did you say? Everyone? Oh, everyone I listen to says that um, Diary of Wimpy Kid 2 is as good as the first one. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I like this little headline on Rotten Tomatoes. Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie ke- movies keep getting made. No one above 17 notices. <laughs> we, mental age 17, we notice. <laughs> Gotta come out sooner or later. And when you do, you're dead. <laughs> you identified far too much with Roderick. <laughs> He's got the cheese touch. <laughs> that poor Indian kid. <laughs> it's the cheese touch. <clears throat> um, did you see another trailer, uh, Roman Polanski's latest movie called Carnage? Uh, no, I didn't. This is uh, based on the play Gods of Carnage, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, are you are you familiar with the play? Um, not really, no. So, uh, the movie stars John C. Riley, Jodie Foster as one couple, and Kate Winslet as Christoph Waltz as another couple. Um, John C. Riley and Jodie Foster seem to be the kind of more middle class, you know, kind of very you know chill, relaxed mm-hmm. type, and the other two are the kind of, you know, she's wearing pearls and like a business kind of a suit, and he's always on the mobile phone, mm-hmm. and they're meeting up because they're one of their kids hit the other kid with a stick in school. Right, <laughs> but this trailer looks genius because it starts. I mean, it starts off with Kate Winslet writing at the laptop, you know, and on the date of this whatever, armed with the stick, it's like arms a bit harsh, and they start talking about that. Mm-hmm. But it just seems to be that all of them lose their fucking minds while sitting around one Saturday afternoon talking about this. <laughs> it keeps cutting to Kate Winslet pissed out of her mind, screaming at Jodie Foster, and what she says, "I'm glad our son kicked the shit out of your son. I wipe my ass on your human rights." <laughs> And then it cuts to her saying, I think I'm going to throw up again. And she just seems to be sick. And Christoph Waltz keeps answering the phone. <laughs> and um, he walks in, I think, and Jodie Foster and John C. Riley saying, you heard, he calls her Doody, Doody, Doodle, uh, Doodle, Doodle. And then he, <coughs> Christoph Waltz walks in behind him and is like, yes, I caught her Doodle. <laughs> it just looks like a like great one-room one comedy. Great. i got to check that out. No, it's supposed to be a very good play. Mm. Uh, but I've never read it, though. It does look like it's, because it, they look like to be having fun. Excellent. Like a lot of fun. And after the beaver, Jodie Foster needs to have some yeah. fun. Because <laughs> there's bits where they're so they're off, the guys are squaring off against the girls, or one couple squaring off another couple, and it seems to be just quite a mix going on, and all in the living room, all in the house, just all in the living room, in the bathroom, in the house, in the kitchen. Excellent. So yeah, I'll put that trailer up as well, you can, catch, you can check that out. Mid-class meltdown. Uh, did you hear about Disney um, uh, c- cancelling the Lone Ranger? Is it is it fully cancelled now? Or? It's, uh, it's, it's not entirely shut up. Uh, 
Because they haven't started filming it, right? And no. it's, it's already gone to north of $250 million. How do you do a movie that costs that much that's a fucking western? Yeah, but, well, then, but then I heard... The supernatural there, elements. There were supernatural elements, and I was like, what? So there were supernatural elements, were including gonna... werewolves, and now they're thinking of losing the werewolves. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, I hope they just leave the rest of the story the and, same way and don't and then, refer to it. And then the movie was supposed to be like uh, about Tonto, not so much about the Lone Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still do that, but it's only $250 million. It's not like, I mean, the wild, you still got lots of fucking desert in the US. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know how the budget can go up that yeah. much. Yeah. Well, fucking werewolves. <laughs> the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Just doesn't make any sense. No. No, but also they, they were saying that it's because um, Cowboys and Aliens didn't do well. Yeah. That the studio got cold feet. And as, as Cowboys and Aliens officially not done well at this point. Um, it's gen- it's 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 uh, generally regarded as a as, sort of flop of the summer. As a failure. Hmm. Pity. But yeah, that, that was one of the things. That was the word at. the word tanked is used quite a lot in when when describing it. But it'll it'll get it's not gonna like lose major like money, right? No, it's not gonna lose like shitloads. Yeah. Because it doesn't really have, but it doesn't, and it doesn't really have like much of an overseas market either. Yeah. Uh, the the international dollars aren't stellar. Oh right, that's what I was wondering because I thought that was it was it was a bit of a gap there. I thought that might bulk it up. Well, people in Malaysia turned out. It was number one at the U- in the Malaysian box office, but uh, global box office, it's it's not performing badly, but it's not like uh, it's not performing well enough to save its ass in in the, uh, in the domestic market. It's weird. But yeah, I mean, the one site, I can't remember which one, I think it was maybe Hollywood Reporter, had like five reasons why uh, mm-hmm. the Lone Ranger, and that, they, they, yeah, they definitely listed the Cowboys and Aliens thing, but it was also just, you know, Gorbinski's not that interested anymore, maybe, and they just had a like, it's just spiraling out of control. <laughs> Messy. Uh, there was another, a lot of trailers. Did you see the trailer for The Woman in Black? Uh, no, I did not. That's the one with Harry Potter, right? Yeah. How's it look? <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> did you ever read the books? You saw the play, right? Uh, no, no, I no, didn't. You haven't. I, I haven't seen the play, but I read the book, mm-hmm. and the shots in this trailer gave me chills because it's exactly. I mean, I've, I, it was read a long time ago, and like the room I was in while I was reading it steadily kept kept, kept getting colder, so it was quite freaky. Mm-hmm. But um, this looks quite good. Really? Like the the, the, the segments of them and a horse and carrot going along the marshes, going up to the house. That all I remembered that from the book. I don't remember much of the plot, but I remember those, and that looks like I imagined it. Sweet, which is really sweet. Um, so the story is that he has to go to this house and clean up this woman's affairs. It's the, it's the 18, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ye olden times. Mm-hmm. And there's this woman in black who appears on the marshes. And it's got this kind of childlike voiceover as well. And just like a lot of subtle stuff with like, you know, him falling asleep in a chair and you don't even notice there's kind of something moving behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, or looking in windows and photos, there's things in windows and creepy photos with the eyes burned out. And it looks fucking scary. I mean, this is, all right, Dave. Um, Dave, uh, I think this is the only play that's ever scared the shit out of him. I've heard um, a friend of mine has told me about the play and said that it's a very scary play. Yeah, I can't imagine a scary play. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine it either. But I, I would really like to see it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it looks good. Um, be interested to see what Harry does next. Sweet. It's been a while since we've had a really good horror. What was the la- what was the last movie that scared the shit out of you? The Descent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, was there anything after that? Wait, so you got behind the couch or something? <laughs> no, I, 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 was, I, was, I was pushing my girlfriend away so I could get behind the couch before she could. <laughs> it's pretty, it was pretty much, fuck you, I'm getting out of here sooner. It's like, holy fuck! Uh, yeah. 
I saw it. Uh, I saw that movie like alone at like one in the <laughs> in uh, in Singapore when I was uh, doing the play in Singapore, and uh, so I was like alone in that apartment. Yeah, yeah, watching that. <laughs> oh yeah, you, what, you did you text me or Twitter? Me? Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess that was the last movie that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's that old style scaring the shit out of you. It's mm-hmm. that yeah. kind of creeping dreads kind of stuff. I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to that as opposed to just a. Are you sure you're going to see Final Destination next week? <laughs> yeah. But it's out already. It's, it, is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's literally know. on. I have no idea. I think you might have made a scheduling boo-boo. No, 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 no. I didn't. I can show you the email right now. It says... Okay, <laughs> I can show you the website for G... I was at the cinema yesterday. I saw Transformers 3 for the second time. Why did you see a movie you don't like twice? <laughs> because I was with friends who hadn't seen it. And what was it like the second time? I think I now know why there were 200 Decepticons on the moon. What? And I, no, they were obviously they were just waiting. They wanted to the thing surprised. They just arrived in bits and bobs. It wouldn't be the same. Right, I see. But um, <laughs> also, I could just see what was going on. It was a smaller cinema, uh huh. So I noticed a lot more things. Like all the Decepticons in the front row were just kind of grey and didn't really do anything. But in the back row, you can see like Ravage. The, not Ravage. The guy with the car, the cop car from the first one. Mm-hmm. He was in the background somewhere, and I think there was some constructor cons. But they didn't show those guys in front, which was kind of weird. Although I still have no idea whether that big snaky thing was part of Shockwave or was just his car or I don't know. And so uh, and the uh, and the Malkovich bits get worse. Malkovich and um, what's his name? Shia LaBeouf. No, no. Oh, well, Ken 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 Jeong. Ken Jeong. Yeah. No, those were. I got I got a lot of rolled eyes from the other guys. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Who are you with? Uh, Fiona, Maddie, my sister, and uh, girlfriend. So. Press screening on in. What the fuck? Yeah. See? But that's. Look. See? See? It's not, it's not me. It's 20, 20, 24th. So they're organizing it after. That's fucking weird. I want, do you, I want to see that. What? That, 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 uh, the. Panda thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's, I think it's a video game. So where is it? I don't see it. Final Destination Gold Class. Okay. So it's already showing. Oh, that's really strange. Yeah. <laughs> it must be terrible. Yeah, I guess so. I don't want to ruin your enjoyment of the movie, but um, someone on Twitter called it the worst movie he's ever seen. What? Final Destination. I just want to... Like, yeah, there's even graphs online. Although, I think the graph, it showed how, like, you know, originality of the deaths, characters, all that kind of stuff, and how they marked them on that. It did have five up a bit. So right. I don't know, but it's either really good or really shit. I just want to see. Uh, I just want to see the 3D. <laughs> yeah. No, no, hor- 3D and horror. That that that's the best way to, to watch 3D. It's actually the only way, or will be the only way pretty soon. I missed the opportunity to see Transformers in 3D, so there's a lot of that pointing. I missed it again. <sighs> yeah, a lot of fucking trailers, man. Um, Killer Elite trailer two. Uh, I trailer one was enough. <laughs> I, I am I am so in this movie. <laughs> this is uh, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Robert De Niro and Clive Owen. <laughs> what a they fucked with the wrong Statham. Um, I mean, there's even a scene. You've seen there's a scene in the first trailer with him tied to the chair, right? Mm-hmm. There's more of the chair action in this, and it is fucking badass. Like he kicks the shit out of Clive Owen while he's tied to a chair. Excellent. Um, I, I just love the fact that it says based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, Jason Statham is, ju- is smashing, tied to a chair, beating the shit out of Clive Owen, smash the chair, jump out the window, land in the truck, swing off, and then hail a taxi. 
based, based on, on a true, true story. story. <laughs> <laughs> who, who the fuck did? <laughs> who was this badass and why aren't they president? Uh, I, I, I just thought it looks like a... a oh, and the, the music on the second trailer is rocking me like a hurricane. Yeah, yeah. I, and it's played instrumental for like the first few quarters and it's only at the end and it's just like... Yeah! <laughs> I think it was also the, the, the music in the first trailer. Was it? I, I think so. Either way. I love, it's just, I love that song. <laughs> but it's so... So 80s. I know, it's so weird to have it on... It's like they're totally just saying, it's based on a true story, but the true story is awesome! Uh, um, did you hear that they're, they're doing the Superman um, shooting in Vancouver? They've released some casting sheets and stuff, which mm -hmm. apparently has a synopsis of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I read about that. So it looks like that it is... Him becoming Superman, I guess. But he's a 20-something, he's not a kid, it's not Smallville, so it's between Smallville and Superman 1, basically. Right. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Have <laughs> you, you already given up on this movie? No, I haven't given up on it. Uh, I just, um... Again, it's like, I kind of feel the same way about it as I do uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll go see it, yeah. and it, it'll probably be good, but I'm not particularly interested in seeing another reboot <laughs> you've given up on Superman because Superman wouldn't give up on you Gavin yes he would yeah. <laughs> have you not watched Gavin, Gavin makes Superman cry. have you not watched Quest for Peace <laughs> <laughs> Superman's given up on us quite a few times have you seen the uh, DVD thing extra from I think it's the Blu-ray extra of the bit from the beginning of Superman Returns where he goes to Krypton no that's been put up on YouTube now Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's weird. I mean, it's, a, it's an odd way to start a movie. You can see where they cut it, but it's fully done. It's not like animatics or anything like that. And it's Superman flying the crystal ship and going to Krypton and going down through caves where the white's going and he's finding a big Superman S and yeah, then yeah. having to leave because it's green and it's only when, you know, it starts to show green in the rocks. Mm -hmm. And it's only when he pulls away do you realize that it's not like the planet. It's like a quadrant and right. the rest of it is just dirt and then everything starts glowing green and he has to hit the button to fly home. Right. It looks kind of cool. It was completely silent. There's oh. just like there's some incidental music and stuff. It's just you don't even you know it's it's Brandon Ruth flying in that little sperm ship. <laughs> <laughs> but you should check it out. It's on YouTube. I'll put up the link as well. But it's it's it, it's again an interesting take on how to start that movie. Cool. No, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, uh, we also have news that apparently Wolverine might be back on track. They're gonna the Vancouver Sun reports that uh, Hugh Jackman's on his way. Uh, in November we'll start shooting on uh, Wolverine in Vancouver. James Mangold, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's an in interesting choice. Hmm. Oh, this is old, oldish news, but um, fucking crazy. Um, Deadline Films is in a deal with Tim Hill to make a reboot of Short Circuit. Yes, yes, I did uh, hear about that. So Tim Hill was the director of Hop, <laughs> and Fox's Alvin and the Chipmunks, and Muppets from Space, and Garfield, the Tale of Two Kitties. So obviously that high caliber, <laughs> this is going to be fucking retarded. Short Circuit. It's a classic. It's, a, it's one of those classic Steve Gutenberg performances, you know. And <laughs> Fisher Stevens. <laughs> Fisher Stevens playing an Indian. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you going, what's going to happen if he can't Johnny Five! What are you doing? What are you doing? And then in Short Circuit 2, he was the lead. Yeah. How annoying was that? They know? couldn't get Gutenberg. I mean, he did everything. He's done Panto in London, for fuck's sake. Yes. <laughs> he said, what happens if one of these things goes around and blows up a, a school bus full of nuns? What are the headlines going to be? He's done panto and nun, hackney. Nun soup? <laughs> you remember that nun soup line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nun soup. Nun soup? <laughs> Johnny Five. What are you doing? What have you been doing with the lizards? 
<laughs> tremendously racist. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't really that long ago. <laughs> no, it was. It's 1986. That's the first time I knew what an Indian was. <laughs> oh God, Fisher Stevens. <laughs> he was, he was in Friends, right? No. Yeah. I don't know. He might. He might have done a couple of episodes. As Phoebe, as Phoebe's Phoebe, Phoebe's boyfriend, annoying analytic boyfriend. I can't remember if he does was. Does he even uh, work these days? The last know. thing I saw him in was Henry's Crime. Oh. He was in Henry's Crime. Are you good in it? He was all right. Yeah. Don't be committing no crimes, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> but I do hold a certain spot in my heart for you know Johnny Five. I, I think. I mean, I do hate the second one. I do hate the second one. Um, I remember the first one fondly, but then again, I don't really remember it very well. Yeah. So that's probably a good thing. If I watched it again, I'd probably be retarded. No, I've seen it quite a few times. John Badham directed that, right? Was it John Badham? I think it was John Badham. What else did he direct? Uh, John Badham directed War Games, uh, and... Uh, he really hates computers. <laughs> <laughs> he directed... Um, hey, uh, laser lips. <laughs> he directed that... Uh, he directed The Hard Way with Michael J. Fox oh, and James Woods. That wasn't great. Was it John Badham? John Badham. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> no, he's just there. What is about robots, eh? Is it just me, eh? What is it? He, <laughs> direct, he directed Saturday Night Fever. And he asked, Nick of Time. Yeah, Nick of Time. Uh-uh. That was a terrible film. <laughs> he's, and now he's now directing Psych, the TV show. Oh, he directed the event, parts of that as well. And Criminal Minds. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, TV director. Yeah. Um... I will, we will, I will talk, you know, this is from last two weeks ago, but we forgot to podcast because I went on holiday of accident. Yes. But, um, we should, I mean, the official stuff, maybe we should comment on that for the, for Batman and the Avengers, maybe we should only, we'll look at the official stuff because mm-hmm. we don't want to spoil the movies for ourselves because at yeah. the moment, there's so much shit coming out of that movie, those movies that it's just going to ruin everything for everybody. Yeah. And I watched The Dark Knight again because my sister hadn't seen it mm-hmm. and if, when she visits, I take it upon myself to improve her cinematic education. Mm-hmm. And did she like it? She sounds badass. <laughs> I, I I was just again because I haven't watched it in a while. Oh, and this is like the fourth year of McGavin Fries now. I think I just paid the the, the internet domain. All right. <laughs> so watching it again was kind of apt, and I sat through the whole thing. And fucking hell, man, that movie holds up. It's just fuck wow. Yeah. No, I'm 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 really looking forward to uh, the new one. Yeah. Who isn't? Uh, but this new fucking official picture of uh, uh, Anne Hathaway, Hathaway as uh, Catwoman does on a bat pod. Doesn't impress me. No. Doesn't impress me. It looks like a Spy Kids movie. The glasses don't help <laughs> at all. I mean, those are got to be A, to hide the stunt woman's face. Yeah. And B, like when you're on a bike like that, you need to have glasses because a bug hits your eye and you're fucked. When you're exactly. traveling over speed. Exactly. So, but yeah, the blue lights do not, Spy Kids is exactly what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, it looks like, it looks like fucking Spy Kids. The bike looks like, it looks ridiculously like, uh, more so than previous, than The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. The speeder bikes from, Star Wars from mm-hmm. Jedi. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really starting to look like it. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. yeah, daytime, you don't you get to see it that much in the in the, the second one. That's another thing. Like these pictures of uh, Batman and Bane fighting in date fighting in the daytime. Yeah, it looks retarded. It looks really weird. And, uh, and there seems to be like okay, okay, bits of it. There seems to be loads of tumblers and camo. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to. I haven't even looked at the other thing they've talked about. The, yeah, the, the yeah, other, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Stay yeah. the fuck away from that. Yeah, yeah. Um. But again, it was watching. Having watched the second one, the themes I hope they come back to, like the fact that you know, in the second one, he's he's asking, he's still asking Lucius to help him out with the armor, mm-hmm, but he mm-hmm. built the phone thing on his own. Mm-hmm. He's starting to become yeah the Batman, <laughs> but the voice thing still irks. 
that, that's, that's my, my sister brought it up and said, why, why, is he, why is he talking like that? It'll be interesting to see whether he keeps that, wh- yeah. whether that's still going to be there. Because uh, <laughs> that could be quite funny. <laughs> it, no, it gets ludicrous watching it. It's like, can we trust him? <laughs> I mean, even at the moments where he's at his worst and it's like, blame me. It's like you're actually spending the time, you know, this is not, it doesn't, it's not from the heart. Yeah. You're spending enough time to put on this stupid fucking voice. Yeah, yeah. So therefore, nothing can really offend you. You yeah. know, you get, Rachel's dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, he would, if he was that choked up, he wouldn't really be putting on the yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. That really that kind of stuck out to that's, me. That's a, a very good point, yeah. actually. That's a very good point. It never, it never occurred to me before. It's like, he's, no, he's quite. He's, Batman's quite self-conscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 always, he's always hoping the cape covers his, his bum because his bum does look big in that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're right. Even when he's really upset, he yeah. still does the voice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it was a, it was an easier voice, you could get it. Like the, the old, the cartoon Batman, it's very slight yeah. between the two so you can get away with it but it also sounds different but in this it's like you really have to force that <laughs> excellent that's a very good point <laughs> I, never, we just, I never thought we just destroyed the Dark Knight for ourselves forever <laughs> Batman's kind of a dick he's very self-conscious yeah. <laughs> I'm more concerned with how I sound yeah <laughs> Machine Gun Preacher. Yeah, I did. Uh, Machine Gun Preacher. The trailer for Machine Gun Preacher came out, which is, um, and again, that? another based on a true story. It did just looks see? too bug fucked to be true. Did you see him catch my tweet? What was your tweet? Uh, well, I, I posted the uh, link to the Machine Gun Preacher trailer. No. <laughs> you should check it out. It's pretty funny. Tell me, I can't find it. I'm not. No, it's like there. a trailer for Machine Gun Preacher. Gerard Butler goes to Sudan to kill and inspire motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> It's just an odd mix, but it's got like crime, it's got like rock and roller going on at the start, and then yeah. it's like, oh, oh, help me, I'm fucked. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna go to Suzanne, Suzanne, to help out. Suzanne, yeah. And like, and, and then he's there, and he's like, oh, we're being beaten down. And then, and then it gets intercut with bits of him firing a fucking rocket launcher. Yeah. And then he builds a, builds an orphanage, and they tear it down, and the wife is on the phone, like, build another one. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> something as well about you do what you fight it the way you fight it, I fight it the way I do. And then he's got a rocket launcher. And a bandana. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a very... From the director of The Kite Runner. What the fuck? <laughs> now I got the money. <laughs> It's, the it's director a, of uh, sh- should be known as the director of Quantum of Solace tries action again. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a, the thing that strikes me is it's a perfect Jared Butler movie. Yeah, because he just looks shit. <laughs> it's the type of crap. At, at this point, it's the type of crap. Sorry, Jared. Sorry, Jerry. But it's the type of crap I'm expecting from him now. I, I like Gerard Butler when he does the whole action man thing. I, I I just think he should stay the fuck away from Catherine Heigl movies. <laughs> yeah. Stop doing these fucking romantic comedies. What so the, the bounty fuck? hunter, he was basically a kidnapper, right? Yeah, that movie was shit. Yeah. <laughs> but did I watch it on a flight? No, no. But, I, watched um, it, I watched it on a flight. But he is just playing assholes and dick. I mean, gamer. I mean, he was all right. I actually watched the end of Rock and Roll recently, and I was like, oh, I like Rock and Roll. I know you do. I just I got bored after the first twenty minutes. <laughs> but um, you know, I liked. He was good in Three Hundred. That's all that we can say about him these <laughs> yeah, days. He shouted really well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did he? Like- <laughs> oh, and, he was, and he was he was passable in Gamer. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if he played Batman the same way he played <laughs> the United States? This is Gotham. <laughs> 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 
Can we trust him? <laughs> Harvey Dent! <laughs> no, no, it's, 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 more, it's more spaced out. It's like, can we <laughs> trust him? <laughs> Deep. Harvey Dent! <laughs> Swear to me! <laughs> Uh, there's so many beautiful what if movies. Yeah, we should start doing those. Yeah. Um, did you relate to should do, 300? We should, we should do like a segment like what if this person played this character in Yeah. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> what if Will Smith had taken the role of Jonah Hex? <laughs> well, Wild <well>, West. <laughs> there was something he was. What was the, what did he turn down? We talked about it last time. Oh, um, uh, the Django Unchained. Oh, yeah, he turned down Quentin Tarantino. Like, yeah. yeah. When that comes out, we'll do that. Yeah. But uh, speaking of 300, did you see the latest trailer for Immortals? Uh, no, I did not. They seem to clean up a lot of stuff that was going on in the other ones. Because like the first one, remember I told you the first one had the, the shield scene? Yeah. And it was drawn out beats, mm -hmm. almost Jared Butlerian. Mm -hmm. It was like, do you this? Rumpf! Do you this? Rumpf! And they're banging their swords and their shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second one was like, you know, it was like kicking it into techno before they kick it. And in this one, it has John Hurt voiceover. Oh, right. In the lands before men were in these places. And it's, it adds a bit more plot to it. But the, what you said when we saw the first trailer about the acting. Yeah. The acting looks atrocious. Yes, it doesn't inspire. The action looks great. There's, there's some nice bits where it's slow-mo. Mm -hmm. So it's got, well, some of the gods are fighting. I don't know whether they're fighting the titans or they're just fighting men in mud. And there's like, punch someone in the face. And as their legs fly up underneath them, they go into slow-mo. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you punch them in the face, pull your hand back, and actually slam them in the stomach so they slam into the ground. Oh, right. So they're in like, bullet time, but you're not. I see, I see. Very video gaming, but it looks kind of cool, and the gods are all in gold. Right. Um, so that does look cool. But Henry, Henry Cavill, I, have to, I watched the trailer twice, and like, I'm not sure if they keep changing the actors, because there's one scene where he's kind of just sitting talking, mm -hmm. and it does look like he has a Superman face. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of it, I thought it was someone else. I was like, is, is that him? I, I can't really tell what he looks like. I think I've I just got a blind spot when it comes to him. Yeah. I can't identify him in the trailer, never mind put his face on Superman. Apart from the photo. The yeah, reason. yeah. So he is, I don't know, worrisome. Very worrisome. Mm-hmm. No, the, and the dialogue just sounds atrocious. Yeah. It does sound horrible. Theseus. <laughs> you, only you can lead them. Prove me right. Yes. <laughs> Prove the gods Correct or something yeah, 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 like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wrote this shit? And it, it sounds like prove me wrong should be like that would be the get a go. I always said that's the that's the halftime speech. I always said you were nothing, McFly. Prove me wrong. <laughs> and instead, it's like prove me right. It's like it just doesn't sound right. So get your car towed all the way to your house, and all you got for me is a warm beer, <laughs> a light beer. Uh, did you see the Superman two release date idiocy? What are you looking at, butthead? <laughs> Say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> Did you hear about the ADC about this? They've already like set a date for Spider-Man Two. Uh, yes, yes. Second of May two thousand four. This is ridiculous. Yeah. This is getting beyond ridiculous now. It's too many fucking comic book movies. I'm getting sick of it actually. Yeah. Oh, it's. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> he almost got out. <laughs> Not too many comic, too many good comic book movies maybe. Yeah, it's kind of worrying for the Avengers. You know, the Avengers has to be fucking amazing yeah. to justify, you know, like... Uh, the kind of build-up to it. The kind of build-up to it. With, and also because, you know, with, with the, in order to get to the Avengers movie, the, the Avengers movie, we've had to sit through a lot of fucking comic book movies. Yeah. Uh, but I just... 
so if, if Avengers, if it's anything less than like a fucking masterpiece, people are gonna hate on it. Yeah, but it's just it's too quick. Yeah, it's way, quick. Wait, I mean, Green Lantern Two was already green light, right? Although we cut the budget back on that a yeah, little bit yeah, after yeah. the first one. It's like, wait, because yeah. also it builds anticipation, and you know they're already jockeying for 2014. Yeah. It's three fucking years away, and they're already jockeying for the dates. Mm-hmm. And no one who's in the positions of power in any of the companies making these movies now will still be in those jobs then. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that I mean I guess that's the driver for it. And that okay, we got to make as much money out of this cash cow now so that it goes under my name and not the guy who comes in six months after I do or the movie yeah. that, that I started that will get finished yeah. Yeah. by this guy. Yeah. But it's crazy. It's lunacy. Just the the stuff on that. I did dig up um, so. I'll put this up on the website as well so you can compare and contrast. On the left, mm-hmm. for those of you listening at home, we have a picture of a replica Dread outfit that they're ah, going to be selling soon. Shit. And on the right, we have a picture of Carl Urban as Dread. And the replica yeah, helmet the- looks awesome. awesome. It's perfect, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's you see what I said about the red. There's a red cross beams, and they are directly out. You know, that, they are that outfit's going to be for sale. Yes. Where? I don't know. I, I, uh, they're called... <laughs> Find out! Planet Replicas. Planet Replicas, they're called. They're not selling it yet. The shop is not up. And I'm hoping they come up and, and soon, and then they can deliver before October 31st. <laughs> and I think they will also customize the badges. <laughs> so you can get Judge Yap. <laughs> or just... Just Gab if you want. <laughs> oh, that'd be so awesome. I wonder actually what they do the... I've been thinking of going what's the, what's as Pac-Man this Halloween. <laughs> With that helmet, with that yeah. hat, <laughs> and, a, and a black leotard, yeah, and just be chewing pills, <laughs> chasing ghosts. <laughs> You're a ghost, chase no! me. <laughs> What's Gavin? He's our power pill. Give him twenty seconds, he'll be all right. Yeah, I'm either gonna go as Pac-Man or Todd Ingram. Is Trina gonna go as the ghost? I don't know. We haven't discussed that yet. You gonna go as Todd Ingram? I might. Hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm, put, I'm, I'm putting shit together. <laughs> um, have, we, have we got enough people for a full Scott Kettfeldgrim Halloween party? Uh, I don't know. I bought, I bought Trina the, the, the Ramona Flowers goggles. All right. Well, you've seen Nadia's haircut? No. She got her hair cut to this length. All right. And it's longer in the front and shorter in the back. All right. And she's thinking you're getting a blue streak. <laughs> nice! <laughs> Jesus. But it is, you know, it's... It could work. It could work. Um, it could work. I want that fucking even even if I never wear it, I just want to own a Judge Dredd outfit. Yeah, <laughs> just to have it. Just to have it. Just to turn up to the door when the Jehovah's Witnesses come around <laughs> in your leather gimp suit <laughs> with the eagle on the shoulder and a helmet. What do you want? <laughs> the sentence is door slamming. Yeah, fucking Halloween. No, I'm just gonna buy one. Just, you just gotta have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it, it, I'd probably be scared to wear it. What if something happens to it? Yeah. Well, what if you get what if you get beaten up? What if you get mustard on it? <laughs> he spilled beer on the crotch. It's like, ah, oh, just dread. Why smell a stale beer? Yeah. What if you like you know that's not the kind of thing you want to be wearing if you're drunk. Bring yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out the gimbal. Hold on, we already got our own gimbal, boy. Can you imagine some guy turns up as as Judge Dread and gets drunk? Gets rowdy and then gets beaten up. Can you imagine like a bunch no, of... No, can you imagine getting arrested and sitting in the fucking drunk tank dressed like that? Getting arrested, going to jail dressed as Judge Dredd. Uh, I am the law! <laughs> Drop your weapons! 
Yeah, the shop's not up yet, but yeah, they do have Anderson ones as well. Fucking A! <laughs> I want. <laughs> I want more. <laughs> uh, it doesn't say anything yet, really. Great radio, under construction, yeah. Sweet. Let me know as soon as it's fucking. <gasps> Coming soon. Uh, what? All our outfits will be available soon. Grand opening happening shortly. So yeah, Planet Replicas is the website if you want to have a look at the actual outfit. But they've nailed, I mean, even just forget about the rest of the suit. The rest of the suit looks old and stuff, but the helmet and everything else, yeah. the helmet's nailed it perfectly. And it's it, it highlights how badly they've gone with the movie. Yep. That it's just, the oh. helmet sits so wrong. And yeah, I think these guys, the, 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 if you go back to the photos that were put up from Empire, especially these guys, I mean, these, this guy looks like he's kind of balancing it from the front of his head. Yeah, yeah. And that guy in the background just looks like a fat bloke in a hat. <laughs> And uh, and Carl Urban's nose looks like it's squashed. Yeah. <laughs> he is the squishy nose. Yeah, this looks really. That's that guy. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that guy? He's just some guy who works in this shop. <laughs> he's he's got an amazing chin. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put these up, but yeah, I'm hoping they're hoping that like who, who's directing it again? Uh, Pete Travis. Yeah, I'm hoping he's like, oh shit, just buy those helmets, replace. We can we can reach him. <laughs> Uh, Brandon's, did you hear about Brandon's uh, replacement yes, store too? Yes, uh, Brian Kirk. Brian Kirk. Did we talk about that last time? I uh, no, we haven't. Uh, yeah. Brian Kirk, he's directed uh, episodes of Game of Thrones. Oh, yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. No, so, and that, that bodes well. That does bode well. I think he, he, he had one, one directed one of the ones with the best title, which was Cripples, Dwarves, and Other Broken Things. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. No, it's a great show. Mm. <laughs> you finished it? Yeah, finished it. King of the North! <laughs> For those of you who haven't seen Game of Thrones, watch it. It's only 10 episodes. Get through yeah. it. I did not see the whole Sean Bean thing coming. No. It's like, what? Because he is your entry point <laughs> yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, the yeah. genius. I think I've said to numerous people, the genius of it is, is the characters get you involved. Yeah. And then you're like, and also, did I tell you this? You know the guy who runs the watch? Runs the watch, yeah. Braveheart's red-haired friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the guy who hangs out with Daenerys? The rakishly good-looking gentleman with the sword. Yes. Ah, Daenerys, you must do this. That guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's father and son in the story. And remember, he gives his sword to Jon Snow and says, mm-hmm. oh, my son dishonored me, but he was, he left, at least he left the sword behind. Mm-hmm. That's him. Oh, right. And I think this, fuck, oh, because my sister watched it again mm-hmm. recently, and yeah. I just watched bits of it, and I was like, oh, it's so interesting. Little things you don't notice mm-hmm. that just come through it. When you realize that, and it's, the only reference is given is that their name is the same when you hear it the first time, but it's a big long name, you don't understand any part of it, so you ignore them. Or they're, they're separated by two segments in King's Landing and Winterfall, so you've forgotten already. Right. But it's just genius the way that all links up that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, I think before we move on to email, that's me for news. You got anything for news? No. I think before we move on to emails, we should reference back to your Rise of the Planet of the Apes uh, review, because I saw it, and fuck me. Awesome, man. Yeah, and also, your review is quite good in that you didn't ruin anything for me, so thank you yeah, for yeah. that. <laughs> there are a couple of moments in this movie that you could have destroyed for all our listeners, and yeah. if you haven't seen it yet, you should really go see it. This is, I was trying to think, what was the movie? I watched Inception, um, again, because my sister hadn't seen it, so she's mm-hmm. had the... Mm-hmm. She's had the <laughs> day by the pool, Saturday uh, evenings, you're sat down and forced to watch a movie with your eyelids held open. Um, watching Inception and seeing this uh, those are the types of summer blockbusters we need to have mm-hmm. that they are blockbusters they Rise of Planet Apes making loads of money yeah. they're talking about making two maybe two sequels uh, I listened to Rupert Hyatt being interviewed on BBC Radio Rupert Hyatt right mm-hmm. and he was just kind of cool yeah. and he got the gig and it was mostly already in place and stuff like that but he still 
did a fantastic job. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a really, really good film. It's yeah. my, like next to Thor, it's my favorite film of the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Thor and Planet of the Age. So those are the two films that did it for me. Even Captain America, I was like, you know, a little, a little disappointed with that one. Mm. I haven't seen Cowboys and Aliens yet. I mean, I want to, but I'm not in a hurry to see it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I want to see the Smurfs. Mm. <laughs> I just wanted to see how, how bad it yeah, is. Yeah, no, I was, I was just saying that, that the TV's playing in the office. I was just saying to my colleagues, we're going up the list. It's like, hmm, I got to convince Gavin to go see the Smurfs. <laughs> I don't know if I can. Oh, I did see what was IO9 had a review, uh, not a review of Conan, but things to do before going to Conan. Number one, get stoned. Yeah. <laughs> I was planning on doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Smurfs. I mean, it's been and gone in the U.S. now, right? It's yeah. been, it's just dropped, right? But it made enough money to cover itself, did it? Well, it's it made an, it's still it's still in the top ten. Oh, well, I mean, that's that section. And so. uh, it's um, made enough money for them to greenlight the sequel. But it is kind of shit, right? Uh, the re- I mean, it's a, it's not a well-reviewed film. No. I think I think Cracks.com said why Smurfs is the worst movie of all time, or maybe just the summer. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole consumerism thing in it, right? Yeah. Like the Smurfs are big into buying shit or something like that. I I have no idea. I haven't, I haven't really seen anything. I saw like the first teaser, yeah, and that was about it. But we're going to get it now. The I think it's the eighth of September it comes out here. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Did you see the trailer for Pro Jam Twenty? Uh, no, I didn't. This reinvigorated my love for all things Pro Jam. I mean, Eddie Vedder can be a bit of a dick, but it starts with like David Lynch mm-hmm. talking to Eddie Vedder, which is just kind of cool. Excellent. And also David Lynch's like, so Eddie, did you ever think that? You know, what did you think when you started out with music? And it just goes very, very gone. And then it just rolls back to old footage and stuff. And it just looks really nice. I mean, I've been trying to watch this trailer, but I couldn't get the... I couldn't be bothered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kept coming across and saying, I'll look at it, I'll look at it, I'll look mm-hmm. at it. But, um, yeah, it looks like, a, looks like a pretty badass fucking... 20 years of fucking Pearl Jam, man. Is this the one that Cameron Crowe did? Yes. Excellent. Mm. 20 years. Mm. Getting old. 10 years! 10 years! It's fucking 20 now. Uh, if you want to email us in, you can get us at podcast at mcgettenfries. Did you like the Sushi Girl uh, tra- uh, trailer? Yeah, but I don't know why I put puds. <laughs> no, it was two weeks ago. And I just put puds. <laughs> That's why I only know. Puds. P-U-D-S. I can't remember why I wrote that. Fucking retard. <laughs> it looks kind of, yeah, I mean, um, I... Thought I had more. Um, Mark Hamill looks fucking. Yeah, good. everybody, you can see him. So yeah, I am. Yeah, and um, who else is in it? There's loads of Tony Todd. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bean. Yeah. Danny, oh, Danny Trail. Michael Bean's in um, something else. I saw the trailer for Puncture. Puncture, yeah. He's oh, that's kind of cool. That looks kind of great. Cool. Opening with Chris Evans. Puncture is like it's it's the rainmaker, but the, the the main lawmaker is a fucking. It's a John Grisham book, but the main law lawyer is a druggie. Yeah. And just. <laughs> Chris, Chris Evans in his, in his suspenders, like, you know. With a tie yeah. and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That, that looked pretty cool. good. But Michael Bean is just, went to IMDb, he just plays a guy called Red. Yeah. Michael Bean's actually doing, uh, there's a little bit of a resurgence. There was this uh, awesome interview with him. On Ain't Cool. Ain't Cool. That was Thursday and Friday gone for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy who told David Fincher to go fuck himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, and, I, and then he says, because you know, I didn't think he would become David Fincher. Because that's quote. I'm sure. I assume he did the air quotes. Yeah, yeah. Or the fact that he could have been Lang in Avatar. I didn't remember that. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew about that. But he's also was it there's that and there's something else he popped up on. Was I wasn't Bunraku? Was it? I don't think he's in that. No. Uh, and um, that was another trailer that was weird. Did you see that Bunraku one? Yeah. It's like it's like Sin City, but done with someone with no style, no director, directorial ability. <laughs> 
It's like because <laughs> they keep like it looks like a video game. It's like but then the sets are actual. You can yeah. see see their cardboard. You can see their cardboard. Yeah, I know. it's not it's not even cardboard pretending to be a wall. It's actual cardboard. I know, I know. It looks pretty bad. What the fuck? <laughs> Demi Moore, Josh Hartnett, Kevin McKidd, Woody Harrelson. Woody Woody Harrelson's always been a bit of a fight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Sushi Girl, awesome. Emails this week we have an email from Coco Pops. Coco Pops. Coco, Coco Pops says, "Name a few of your favorite bald actors." Uh, bald actors: Bruce Willis, uh, yeah. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Uh, the guy who plays J. John Jameson because he's really bald. Is he? No. Yeah, he's really bald in real life. He was in Oz, right? What's his name? Um, you know the guy I'm talking I about. Know right? the guy, I know the guy you're talking about. Parker, get in here! No, no, I know, I know the guy you're talking about. <laughs> I just can't remember his name right now. He's been in loads of He's fucking shit. He's been in shit. loads of shit. Um, bald. Bald. Bald actors, I don't know. Tom Hardy's pretty good when he goes bald. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, are we like are these people? Are these guys just like bald or or uh, or best bald performance? Or best or they, or best, they went bald. Best in ha- what? Like Dan, Danny DeVito. Woody Harrelson's kind of bald. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Bald performance. What the fuck? Bald actors. <laughs> Mandy Patamkin in um, Alienation. Pretty bald. Sean Connery is over. Is he in the top ten bald actors? Yeah. <laughs> Sean Connery. I see. I don't. I don't associate Sean Connery with being bald. No, <laughs> no. Because the bald. I think the baldness has to be uh, an integral part of the performance. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver in Alien Statham. 3. Jason Statham is fucking bald. <laughs> <laughs> you look up the definition of bald in the dictionary, it says... It's a picture of Jason Statham, Statham, Statham punching someone. <laughs> punching someone holding a bottle of Rogaine. <laughs> just on the... Bald. See Jason Statham. Bruce Willis quote. I'm a man and I will beat up anybody who tries to tell me that I'm not a man just because my hair is thick. <laughs> it's because of all the testosterone. Push the hair out! <laughs> but yeah, Jason, Jason Statham. Oh, Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel! Mark Sinclair. <laughs> this is the only way he gets, gets, gets on any ac- acting list. Can you imagine him with... No, but he's always been bald. He's Again. always been bald. Can you imagine him with hair? No. No, it, I can't. What color? Michael Chiklis. Yeah, Michael we got... But Gavin Fries, we're no problem stealing off of the websites. <laughs> oh, hang on. Bald. If I go for images instead. Well, Michael Chiklis is all right, but he's not my favorite bald yeah. actor. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson is bald. Is he? Isn't he? He's bald in Star Wars. He wasn't bald in um, Pulp Fiction, but... Does he wear a hat as the curry? He's bald, right? Mm-hmm. He is bald. What about Ben Kingsley? Ben Kingsley. <laughs> <laughs> is he fully bald? What was the last movie he did? I love this picture. Ed Harris. <laughs> <laughs> no more <laughs> Michael Chimney. <laughs> oh, God. We'd like to apologize to any in the listenership. Yeah, my favorite, act, my favorite bald actor would be Ed Harris and, uh, and Jason Statham and Bruce Willis. And not uh, not Natalie Portman. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when 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 what's his name? when Jeff Bridges went bald, he was awesome looking. He's got yeah. a nice fucking head. Yeah, he does. <laughs> the Rock's not bald. And John and when John, John Travolta, Travolta from Paris with Love. When John Travolta went bo- goes bald, he looks Mexican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, um, what's his name? Well, Michael Clark Duncan. Ving Rhames. I think I'd go Ving Rhames over Michael Clark Duncan. The entire cast of The Matrix at some point were bald, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lawrence Fishburne. So, f- again, watch, we're having a retro trip, watching the first half hour, or first hour of The Matrix the other day. Oh, yeah. And we're just like, look at Morpheus. He's so thin. <laughs> That's true. He's a fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Before CSI. David Keith. Uh, Keith David. Keith David. He's Keith bald. David. Yeah, he's bald. Biggest badass. Franks and Beans! <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, what's it? Ray Castellan is bald. I think it's Teddy Savalas. What else? Yeah. Uh, well, as emails was. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, but I think Patrick Stewart caps the list for me. Did you see the, the photo of somebody at... Um, getting, getting engaged. Getting engaged. Yeah, and then he said engaged at the end. Yeah. And he goes, engaged. It's like, awesome, but also... Uh, grown worthy, but awesome in equal measure. Yeah. Um, second email comes in from Anthony Joseph mm. Mm. Um, this podcast question is good day Gavin and Ian some of the best actor turned directors are well Clint Eastwood Clint Eastwood is yeah um, Ben Affleck yeah <laughs> uh, I mean that's that's pretty good showing for Affleck you know after mm. Reindeer Games yeah to be the second one <laughs> off the tongue after Clint Eastwood is pretty fucking good um, Warren Beatty uh, uh, I never really uh, that's what I meant to I mean, yeah, but do you actually love any of Warren Beatty's movies? Yes. What? I'm a huge Warren Beatty fan. Which movies, directorial movies, do you like? I love I loved Dick Tracy. I love Heaven Can Wait. I love Bullworth. I love uh, fucking Reds. Really? <laughs> Are they up there with your top, like? Ones? They're great films. Mm. I love Bullworth. That movie's funny as fuck. Yeah, but <laughs> I wouldn't be in a hurry to watch it again. John Favreau? John Favreau, yeah. He's still working on it. Kevin Kushner. Costner. Kevin Costner. <laughs> Kevin Kushner. <laughs> I, I mean, Kevin Costner is one of those guys like I. Woody Allen. Yeah, but Woody Allen. What did he do? What, did he <laughs> what was he originally? What was he? What was the original plan there? <laughs> I don't know. I think what he was, was he put on this earth to do first? I think he's dead. And Woody Allen. Fr- you you, you want fries with that? <laughs> you, you you definitely shouldn't go for the fish. I don't know. Can you imagine him working at a McDonald's? Yes. <laughs> Sean, Penn, um, Sean Penn's too worthy. No, but Sean, Sean Penn's a good a good director though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Clint Eastwood. I guess you can't really Ron argue Howard. with hmm? Ron Howard. Ron Don't Howard. Yes, he Ron. was. He was. Uh, he was Richie Cunningham. Richie Cunningham. Hey, Mr. C. I hate your guts, Cunningham. <laughs> I hate your guts. Ah, Potsy, what a putz. <laughs> I was this close. You, Gavin tweeted during the week that you know. Um, Tom Hanks is a smashing guy because he offered to refund. <laughs> he didn't offer. He actually <laughs> he refunded he the gave ticket him price for a couple who met him and said that Thomas, not Thomas Crown, was Larry Crown, Larry Crown wasn't that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just did a search for um, he's a dick. Yeah. And the, the first thing that came up was when he was on Happy Days fighting Fonzie in the karate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does have. He's like squeaky clean, man. You can't find. Yeah. Can't find anything bad to say about Tom Hanks. There is at least one blog post called "Tom Hanks is a Dick." If you look for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why would anyone want to say that Tom Hanks is a dick? I don't know. Solar parking space or something like that. He's the, he's the nicest man since Jesus. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ron Howard, Ben Affleck, Clint Eastwood, Mel Gibson. Sean Penn. Mel Gibson as well. I mean, Mel Gibson's a fucking kick-ass director. Apocalypto is sick. It's, it's totally sick, bro. It's sick. It's 
fucking you need, sick. I'm gonna have to beat that word out of you. <laughs> You've been watching the Jersey Shore. No. Good. <laughs> um, that sick. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's someone else I'm thinking of as well. Oh yeah, like who? <laughs> I'm trying to remember by ripping off other web. George Clooney. George Clooney. Isn't it? George Clooney. Yeah. I don't think Sofia Coppola ever actually counted as an actress. No. <laughs> <laughs> but George Clooney, yeah, I mean, he did, what was it? Um, the Dangerous Mind, right? Uh, Confessions of the Dangerous, Dangerous Mind. mind. Good, was, night of, good Night of Good Luck, which good is night, awesome. Yeah, I mean, those are, those are maybe, maybe I'm going more for slightly showier directors. I mean, Clint Eastwood's not that showy, but Joe, George Clooney was showing the craft. He can do this shit, you know? Yeah, and I think uh, out of all of them, uh, another one who doesn't get much, uh, much play, but he's actually one of my favorites, is Peter Berg. Peter Berg was a character actor for quite a long time mm. before um, before he uh, started directing, and I loved his first film, Very Bad Things, with Christian Slater and um, with That's the Dead Hooker one, the, right? The, the Dead Hooker one. I thought that was fucking funny. I think that was listed on something. I saw that recently on a list of like worst movie ever, or movies that were bad but could have been awesome. I can't remember what it was. It was I, I, thought, I thought that movie was funny, and then his uh, I next. Remember the, I've never seen the first half, but I can't remember the rest. His next film after that was um, The Rundown. The Rundown, with uh, Sean William Scott and uh, The Rock. Welcome oh yeah, yeah, sorry, I was thinking Christian Slater. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he also directed Hancock, and uh, yeah. he also directed uh, the fr- the Friday Nights Friday Night Lights movie, which uh, I thought was a very good film. And he's also directing Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> who is going to say you something about Battleship? Because I, I want to know who. I don't know. I just hope, I, I just hope it's not Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> Blink and you'll miss her. So uh, yeah, I think that covers it. Thanks for that, Tony Joseph. Uh, now we should move on to reviews because it's been a while. And yeah, yeah, and we're running long. So well, we do it every two, if we do this every two weeks like we have been doing recently because we've been busy. Hopefully, well, we'll give you enough to keep you. But you don't have to listen to all in one go. You can listen to it in chunks. Well, my my reviews aren't going to take very long. All right, well you go first then. Okay, um, I watched Never Let Me Go, mm-hmm. which should be called Never Let Me Go to See This Movie If I'm in a Shitty Mood. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is fucking depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's uh, about these uh, three, three, three kids, Ruth, Kathy, and Tommy, um, and they're essentially, they're brought up, they're born into the world and brought up specifically to become organ donors. Nice. Uh, so none of them live very, very long. They're clones, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like, that, that's sort of like left up in the air. Mm. Um, you, you, do, you do sort of get that impression, but they never actually say it, they never yeah, actually yeah. specify. Um, and it's just essentially about their relationship between these three. Is uh, Kira, Ni- Kira Knightley um, plays Ruth, Carrie uh, Mulligan is Kathy, and uh, Andrew Garfield is uh, Tommy. Spider Man. Yep. So essentially, <clears throat> you got Carrie Mulligan who's in love with Andrew Garfield, and Andrew Garfield's in love with Carrie uh, Mulligan as well. And Kira- but Kira Knightley doesn't want to be all alone, so she basically hooks up with Andrew Garfield just to. S- just she's a bitch. Yeah, she's a bitch. So Kira Knightley playing against type. Yes. Kira Knightley's <laughs> playing a bitch. <laughs> Um, and it's that's essentially it. It's it's a good film, but it's uh, it's uh, very sad. It's very sad. It's very sad. <laughs> did you, did you there isn't the slightest glimmer of hope of, of humor. Really, there's no humor in the film at all. <laughs> at all, it's just everything is fucking dire and just heartfelt, and everyone is everyone looks like they're constantly in the verge of bursting into tears, and. 
But it's, it's a good film. It's directed by Mark, uh, Mark Romanek, who directed One Hour Photo, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorite Robin Williams performances. Yeah, the movie. And uh, he was supposed to direct The Wolfman before Joe Johnson came in. Uh, he left because of creative differences. Now I think he's... Uh, Hang on, uh, I had not look at the script, lads. It's a bit shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> creative differences, get out! I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I have too much self-respect. And it's uh, based on a no- based on a novel by uh, Kazuo Ishi- Ishiguro, who wrote uh, Remains of the Day, mm. and uh, Alex Garland, who wrote The Beach, uh, did the screenplay. So it's uh, it's got a strong pedigree, and, it, and, it, and I remember that it was uh, overlooked during award season. It was expected mm. to be one of those Oscar contenders, yeah. but then when it came out, it just didn't really make much of an impact. I remember the reviews were kind of middling. Oh, were they? I remember, again, there's so many reviewers these days, yeah. those included. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that um, I mean, uh, I, I from what I. The general consensus is that, that it was like a, a good film, but it should have been a great film. Yeah. Uh, and I can kind of see where that comes from, but I found it to be a very affecting film. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was pretty drained by the time it was over. Uh, and it does have a nice sort of... There is a poetry to the, to the film. It is a very beautiful film. That's um, the one thing that I, I think I bookmarked it, but I never actually got around to talk about the podcast. When this first came out... Um, he's directed like Nine Inch, the video for Closer, which mm-hmm. is one of those ones that was constantly MTV mm-hmm. you know the, all the like it did all the kind of scratched effects on the film and stuff and mm-hmm. um, The Perfect Drug um, Scream with Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson um, I hate that video yeah he did, but I mean visually though yeah, yeah, it's yeah. quite interesting yeah and it doesn't date because it's that kind of stylized way. yeah and it would have been really interesting to free your mind on Vogue he did that oh. would have been very interesting to see how his take on the Wolfman would have been would been, it would probably look better, although but maybe that's even the time to do it because those kind of setups, like it's almost David Fincher like. His videos are almost David Fincher like in their um, setup. Mm-hmm. Like what year was it? That's a band, The Perfect Circle. They did some Judith that David Fincher directed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it took them like six times as long as a normal music video. Jesus. Because they were doing like two hours setup for a thirty second for a twenty second segment mm-hmm. because of the lighting. But anyway, so yeah, I enjoyed this. I, I enjoyed the film, uh, but you do need to be in the mood for it. And the good thing about it is that it's not very long. It's only oh. it's, o- it's only like uh, ninety five minutes. That's always a bad thing to say about a movie. No, but like a movie like this, with, with uh, the the tone that it has, and it, it stays on that tone throughout any the entire film. Any longer, it'd be wristling time. Like yeah, any any longer, it would just be uh, come on. But it is a very effective. Oh, film. Come on. Yeah, you know, it's, it's take, it, 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 it just takes too long. You know, so uh, it's I'm I'm I like the fact that it's not a very long film. Is the pacing okay then with the depression? Uh, it's, it's okay. Like, there's lots of long walks in the park. It does. It is a slow-moving film. Uh, I got you the know? idea. There was lots of long, meaningful. I walks. don't recall anybody ever running anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's walking briskly. Yeah. Every, everyone mopes. Everyone mopes about. It. Uh, but one thing I will say about the film that I really liked is that it ends exactly where I wanted to end. Really? It's like the, the pull the, back, pull back, pull back, fade to black. When, when the ending was happening, I'm like, please let this be the end. Please let this be the end. And, and, it, and it was the end. I was like, yes, that's how you. End, that's how you end a movie. It was a terrible. So it's this terribly poignant, sad ending, and you're going, fuck yes. <laughs> That's where you end it. Nailed it. <laughs> Luckily, you saw this at home and not in the cinema. <laughs> Did you jump up? <laughs> no, it was just sort of like I just nodded to myself. Yes, yeah, good. Mm, good. That's how. You, that's how it's done. <laughs> That'll do, pig. That'll, That'll do. do. <laughs> I've been wanting to see that actually, so I must uh, must dig that out. Uh, first movie. Oh, I'll go Cowboys versus Aliens first, actually. Um, so this is directed by John Favreau, who's directed the uh, From Swingers and who directed the Iron Man movies so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also directed Zathura. Yeah, that got him the Iron Man job, right? Yeah, because he could handle effects. Mm. Um, so the title really says it all. It's 
some cowboys and some aliens. Um, story. I mean, it's, it's one of those. It's, it's, a, it's a trope that's always done in video games more. Mm-hmm. The um, amnesiac protagonist, mm-hmm. because as they find out what's going on, the audience can find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. So you, know, you literally are. It starts very much like the, the footage we saw at Comic Con last year is the start of the movie. So you know, Daniel Craig just wakes up as Jake Lonergan in the middle of fucking nowhere. I mean, he finds out his name later. Some guys threaten him. He kills him. So therefore, character introduced. He is a badass. He goes into town on all the shit we saw with Paul Dano's son. Paul Dano's, uh, well not Paul Dano. Paul Dano plays Harrison Ford's son. Harrison Ford, there's a background to why he's such a badass in the movie is that he's got cattle, there's no gold, it's a gold rush town, so the cattle are going to keep the place alive. Right. So Paul Dano's a dick. Like he just stands in the middle of the town shooting randomly. Right. And no one can do anything. And he accidentally shoots a deputy. Right. When he's trying to, <laughs> when he's trying to shoot Daniel Craig. Right. And the look at his face when he does that. It's genius. He's like, hush! Oh no! He turns into Danny Dyer. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. And you know, they they arrest um, Daniel Craig as well because it turns out he's a bit of a he's not just a cool badass. He's a bit of a badass. He's a bad egg. Right, right. And it all leads up to the scene where we saw it's in the trailer. It's in the Comic Con footage where you see the aliens arriving into town and lassoing the locals. Mm So half the cast are introduced to get kidnapped, so the other half the cast can go get them. Right. And they got a round of plastic. <laughs> and that's it. Go get them. As I said earlier, it is solid. There's no there's no surprises. There's one character who may not be what they seem. <laughs> and uh, you know, there's there's little bits of stuff going on. Like Clancy Brown is a badass. Clancy Brown. He's uh, a priest. He's like, I haven't said about demons. <laughs> Um, the weirdest part of weirdest character of all is Sam Rockwell's character because literally he doesn't seem to be in scenes with the other actors it's like he could have edited him out no problem mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have made any difference whatsoever so all of his bits are what on his own or something kind of like it gives that impression or he's having like you know the, the you know the, the Harrison Ford rides past Daniel Craig rides past Olivia Wilde rides past B Sam Rockwell rides past talking to some kid who's going to die in a bit. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just seems kind of weird. It just seems to be a weird... He doesn't really interact with the main cast much. It just seems odd. Interesting. Um, but it does have some nice visuals. There's some things that came out of nowhere I wasn't expecting. There's a riverboat scene, which is quite cool. Mm-hmm. The aliens and why they're there. Um, they're after something. Mm-hmm. They're not blind monsters. I mean, Attack the Block has a thing. If aliens are going to come to your planet, if mm-hmm. they got all the way across the universe, they can't just be... This has a reason behind it. Um, They are kind of a cool design, and one of the things is that the characters are all set up in such a way, and that they all have something to lose. And you could actually kill any of them and have a poignant ending. Oh right. And which I actually found myself getting quite tense for the for the latter half parts of it, because it's like you know you could see any you could pick any one of four or five characters and say any one of them could give the ultimate sacrifice to save everybody. Because the whole thing is like, this is kind of like a scouting party. Mm-hmm. And if these guys go back, it's Independence Day. Right. And your cowboys, you know, there'll be no match for what's coming. Mm-hmm. But the one thing they have is surprise because they've underestimated you. So, you know, he works through it to get his, 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 his memories back. And there's nice, little, there's nice little beats between Harrison Ford and this kid because his own kid is Paul Dano, who's a dick. Mm-hmm. And he's got this, I think, well, you mentioned it before, or someone else was mentioning before about this Mex- uh, Mexican kid. He's like a. a Harrison Ford is a do- kind of adopted, but kind of treats like shit. Have you mentioned that before, or someone? No, mentioned that. So there's kind of there's a kind of a surrogate relationship there as well. Right. So there is plenty going on. Um, 
but it's just solid. I mean, it's like it's like it doesn't blow you away like an Iron Man or something else. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's a good, good solid movie, good mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Walton Goggins doesn't get much to do, and the the one downside of it is Magic Indians. There's Magic Indians. Yeah, you don't like the the trope. It's a it's a cinematic trope of the magic black guy. Right. You know, there's a black guy who turns up and solves all the problems. Right, right, right. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's a few Indians who are like, oh, a memory problem. Well, we can start that right out. Which kind of, you know, they come off as of stereotypes as opposed to, I mean, it is the Wild Wild West, but they could they could have fleshed out some of the Indian characters a little bit more. Right. Because they just turn up and it's like, oh, we will be plot point. I see, I see. Me, Big Chief MacGuffin. <laughs> Me bring plenty men for a big epic showdown at the end of the movie. But good, solid, solid movie. It's just not going to blow your socks off, I don't think. But, uh, some, uh, People seem to like it. Right. Other people in this country have seen it and enjoyed it. Okay. And uh, go for it. Cool. Uh, next, I saw The Beaver, uh, mm-hmm. which is uh, <laughs> uh, was supposed to be Mel Gibson's comeback film. Well, uh, one of his. It wasn't films. when they were making it. There was no need for his. Well, it was kind of his. It was. He was on comeback round one, right? Yeah, yeah. Now he's on comeback round two. Or is he? Is, is this no, the third strike? Well, he's out Ed, now. Right? Edge of Edge of Darkness was supposed to be his comeback film, uh-huh. and then like uh, the Beaver was going to sort of s- just solidify the comeback. Um, and I liked Edge of Darkness. I thought that he was very good in it. Um, I do. I do think I have the. Ori- I got. I think I got the original show. I want to watch the original one and then watch the movie. I haven't seen because I, I watched show. the original on ITV. I think after the first episode it aired, and I had no fucking idea what was going on, but I was just blown away. Yeah, it's supposed to be really, really good because it's got a real weird fucking tone to it and uh, this is uh, the f- this is uh, directed by Jodie Foster she's in the film as well Mel, G- Mel Gibson plays Walter Black a, t- a very very depressed guy who sort of gets a second lease on life when he finds um, an old uh, beaver puppet mm. and uh, put, put, puts, pres- prescribes himself uh, of, of, uh, with a prescription puppet and so he basically starts oh he to prescribes look- himself yeah yeah because I've seen the trailer he's like this is a prescription puppet yeah so he just makes that shit up himself. Yes, yes, not, I, mean, yes. I, thought, I thought there was some medical reason behind it. He's basically at, uh, he's suicidal, he's uh, terminally depressed, and uh, he just wants to die. Uh, so his, Jodie Foster just basically like kicks him out. Anton Yeltsin hates him, uh, his son. And uh, he's got an, uh, another small kid. Uh, uh, is all right, but he is he checks himself into a hotel and he's going to kill himself <laughs> but he but he fucks it up and uh, and he's wearing the puppet at, at the time and when then after that when he wakes up the the puppet suddenly is talking to him or he's talking to himself through the puppet and then he uses the the puppet as a way to communicate with his family and all Most that. in the crutch yeah um, it's a shame that mel gibson can't get his shit together uh, because he's amazing in this film really he's really really good uh, the film itself it's it's okay. It's not. It's not. It's not an amazing film, but uh, he his performance does make it. Really? Yeah. He's wow. he's really really good in it. Uh, so I would recommend the film purely for Mel Gibson's performance. How did it do when it came out? It did shit. Yeah. It did terrible. Um, it's a shame because if uh, he had played his cards right, this could have very well been a possible Oscar nod. He wasn't a crazy racist fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he he might have he might have gotten some some Oscar love if uh, for the, for this wow. film had everything been not different. Yeah. You know, because uh, it is a. It is very much a tour de force performance, and uh, he does a pretty decent Ray, Win- Ray Winston impersonation. For the beaver's for, for, voice. For the beaver. There are times when it sounds like a cross between Michael Caine and Ray Winston, but, but for the most part, it's Ray Winston. It's, it's like he's doing a Ray Winston impersonation. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I, I, you know, you don't realize that Ray Winston is a thing. Yep. So I would, I would, uh, I would recommend this film. It's, uh, it's, it's worth checking out. Well, I've gone out and acquired a copy on your. Um 
on your get-go, so I'm going to have a look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, finish up my reviews. Oh, not finish up my reviews, but uh, the other thing I saw was The Eagle, um, which is based Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Uh, G.I. Joe and Billy Elliot go to war mm-hmm. in Rome and Britain. Um, this is based on the story by, I think it's Rosemary Sutcliffe. Mm-hmm. That's not the, that's not the, no, Fred West is the killer, yeah. Rosemary West was the killer person. Rosemary Sutcliffe wrote this book. I remember reading the book, and it was The Eagle of the Ninth. And it's, we've seen a lot of Roman movies based upon the same story in the last while. It's Centurion. Mm-hmm. There's an, I think King Arthur kind of, the woman Clive Owen riffed mm-hmm. on it as well. This whole concept that there was an entire legion of 50,000 men or something like that. Uh, the, the, something, the 18th cohort of the Ninth Legion of the Roman army mm-hmm. uh, marched into the wilds of England that were never heard from again. Because mm-hmm. they got their ass kicked by the Celts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the whole story of this is that Channing Tatum is a centurion. His father was part of that crew, and so he's or his father led that crew. So he has the, the shame of that on him. This is quite an odd. So he goes looking for the eagle. The eagle was their standard, and he wants to go looking for their eagle. I was expecting that the story would be him, you know, doing some shit, giving shit to his bosses, mm-hmm. and then eventually going off, you know, because every cop's gonna hand in his badge before he can do the things he's meant to do, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that story at all. It actually starts with him going to a part of Britain and assuming control of a fort that's going to just lay about and lazy and shit like that. And like, there's a big fucking battle in the first 20 minutes mm-hmm. where shit goes down and it's badass. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you hear that? Wake the man. And it's like, there's a big battle and it goes on till the next day and there's like fucking, they've got his scouting party and he's got to go get them. And something happens to him. So it goes from okay this is not what we're expecting to okay big battle scene to now he's to get over the fact that he's ser- kind of relatively seriously injured mm-hmm. and he gets retired out and he's like fuck because mm-hmm. like yeah you've done fantastic you're promoted to this level also you're cashed out thanks a lot and um, he hangs out with his uncle Donald Sutherland mm-hmm. who you know helps him get better and also just get you know he, he used to be a centurion he's like helping him get into retired kind of life and uh, Billy Elliot is uh, <laughs> Timmy Bell <laughs> is a slave of is one of um What's his name? No, he's not a slave. He's a fighter. Mm-hmm. He gets thrown into the gladiatorial arena and he's going to let himself be killed. Mm-hmm. And when the gladiator has him by the neck, because he's just like, fuck it. I'm not fucking paying attention to you Roman bastards. Because he's, he's a local. He's one of the British guys. And Johnny mm-hmm. Tatum stands up and gives him the thumb up and gets everyone to give him the thumb instead of killing him. So he buys him as a slave to help him around because his leg is fucked. Mm-hmm. And as the story goes on, he hears rumors of the eagle money being being available, so they have to. The whole set first half of the movie is Jenny Tatum is the boss and Billy Elliot is the slave, mm-hmm. and then they go north of the wall, Hadrian's Wall, mm-hmm. and it's going to be the other way around because all the your Romans are played with American accents mm-hmm. and all the locals are played with British accents. Oh right. So Jenny Tatum can't speak when they're on the other side, so he has to pretend to be the other guy's slave. I see. So there's a role reserve reversal there. But there's also trying to figure out, like, is Billy Elliot just fucking with them? And there's a trust relationship there. And when they find the SEAL people who are basically the last of the Blue Meanies, because mm-hmm. they're painted blue mm-hmm. and they look crazy. And the guy who's the leader of the, these SEAL people were the ones who killed the Romans, supposedly. And the, 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 the son who hangs out with Billy Elliot, <laughs> he looks like a Dublin white boy. Like, he's fucking, he's got blue kind of, like, not Braveheart style blue, like a, a darker kind of color. But he's fucking <clears throat> head to toe in it. But he walks like a fucking guy's gonna stab you on the city center of Dublin. He's like, and they're also talking Irish, which freaked me the fuck out, because I could understand half of what they were saying. All right. But um, it is not quite what I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be like it's a rip off of the book and be a dumb action movie, because it's got Channing Tatum in it. Mm-hmm. But it has, it has got a lot more than that, and it's actually quite interesting. Well, the director, uh, Kevin McDonald, mm. he's done some pretty serious movies. Mm. He did State of Play. Uh, he did, um, uh, what's the movie that Forrest Whitaker won the Oscar for? 
Species? Last King of Scotland. <laughs> Last King of Scotland. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and, before, and prior to that, he was a documentary filmmaker. So mm. I would imagine that whatever... I would, Im- I would imagine he would make more than just a dumb action movie. Yeah, and I mean, Mark Strong's in it, so that's a good sign as well. Oh, yeah, you've got to have Mark Strong. got to have Mark Strong. And uh, he's got to kill it. So, I mean, it, I, I, I would recommend it. It's not something you're going to you know, make time for, but it's something that if you've got the time to spare, go ahead and watch it. Quite enjoyable. Yeah. I, uh, last, the last film that I'm going to be reviewing is Dylan Dog, Dead of Night. Um, I wouldn't recommend this film. <laughs> Straight off the bat, no, no explanation. I mean... I mean, it's got like a, like a couple of little cool creature bits in it, but for the most part, it's it's pretty dull. Yeah. And uh, Brandon Ralph is just horrible in it. Really? He's really bad in it. Because uh, it's an old Italian comic that they yeah. made into it. It's kind of like Buffy, right? Kind of thing. Brandon yeah. Ralph is supposed to be like this sort of hardened, kind of cynical, kind of weary, like seen it all type thing. And, and you know, Brandon Ralph just doesn't look at all like that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he can't do that though. He can't do that. He just, you know, it's. He just stands there smoldering. Yeah, he just looks like fucking Superman. What's <laughs> <laughs> Superman wearing a jacket? What's Superman doing now? Um, and you got Sam Huntington, who was who was uh, um, fucking Jimmy Stewart. What's the guy? Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, Clark. Oh, I don't know what you're gonna be doing there. <laughs> Oh. Look at yours, huh? So you got, and that doesn't help help you forget that you're that it's Superman because he's got Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> yeah, it's Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. It's Dylan Dog's pal. Oh man, that's weird. There are some amusing bits with Sam Huntington's character because he wants to be like a partner in the in in the business, and this is before he realizes what um what Dylan Dog does. Uh, because when we first meet Dylan Dog, he's turned his back on being a private investigator for monsters. Uh-huh. And now he's just dealing with regular people because because uh, he got burned, burned pretty bad, lost like the love of his life and all kind of shit. And so, so like Sam, Sam Huntington's character gets killed. And <laughs> gets get, spoilers. Gets no, this is not it's not spoilers. Yeah, it's this, happen, this happens very early in the film. Gets killed um, by a zombie and uh, becomes a zombie himself and has to sort of deal with being a zombie. And that, there's some amusing bits there, but after a while it just gets horrible, horribly annoying because Sam Huntington starts screaming every bit of the... It's like, oh, oh my god, oh my god, my arm, oh, Dylan, oh, what are you doing? You know, and then after a while it's just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh God! You got Tay Diggs as a vampire. Oh, Peter, Peter Storm. I can see Tay Diggs. He's just grinning all the fucking time. Is yep. that what he does now? Ever since Equilibrium, he's just like yep. grinning motherfucker. And Peter Stormare is a werewolf. <laughs> Peter Stormare. He was Lucifer in uh, Constantine. Yeah, he's the blonde. He's the, he's the guy Fargo. Yeah, and he's playing. He's playing this werewolf. He's playing Gabriel the werewolf, and he plays it exactly like he's playing Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not, it's the same performance. Yeah, yeah. Even down to the way, like, he takes these little weird breaths and everything. It's like, it's his it's, it's his Lucifer performance from... from That's Dunstan. just him, isn't it, at this point? Well, he was, you know, he was... He was Lebowski. He was, he, was a bit, he was a bit different in uh, Armageddon, you know, yeah. like the Russian cosmonaut. <laughs> uh. Russian space station, American space station, all made in Taiwan! <laughs> No, he did with Spanner. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, it's just it's just not that great. I mean, but, but it's not shit. But it's just like mm. does it look, the trailers make it look so eighties? Like it effects is. Ones. It is very eighties. Yeah. It is very eighties. Um, it feels like like uh, you know the Monster Squad. It feels like it was made around the same time as the Monster yeah, Squad. Yeah, Even yeah. the werewolf makeup. It's like. It's like Wolfman's got nards. It's it's not it's it's not good for your movie when you see the Wolfman makeup and you laugh. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It just looks really bad. <laughs> um, so I mean, if you're stoned, maybe you might like it. It is very '80s though. It is very much an '80s. Yeah, that's kind of weird. The it's like, that. what if Rudy from the Monster Squad grew up? <laughs> it's like this. This Almost is depressing. This is this is about this is about Rudy, <laughs> not the Sean Astin movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the the little kid who learned to play football? Yeah. Shit. I've only known that from people referencing it in other movies. Yeah. Or, it's, or it's, saying, a, it's a classic. If you don't like Rudy, you don't have a heart. Yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> Alright, I'll finally touch on Thundercats. Um, so this is the reboot of the old cartoon, which I think anyone our age, especially knowing our age, is, is quite... You know, you see people walking around all the time with Thundercats t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And they retain a lot of that energy. I mean, there is the... What was the giant... The lair was it? What was the that the house called? The cat's lair. The cat's lair. The yeah. big metal like yeah, thing yeah. with the head on top. Yeah, the yeah. swivel. Yeah. That's already there. Sweet. They've rebooted the whole thing, so there's no space travel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically it is on third earth already. Right. The cats are like the ruling people. There was no Thundera. Not really. Okay. Uh, maybe there was, but it was a place rather than a planet. Right. Right. Um. Jaga is still alive. Mm-hmm. And it's got like the, so. The nice bit is that Larry Kenny, who played the Lino in the original, mm-hmm. he plays Lino's dad. Oh, sweet! And he still talks like Lino does in the cartoon originally. I don't know. And Snarf is. I am Lino, Lord yes. of the Thundercats. <laughs> Pleased to meet you, alien creature. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. And he talks like that to Lino all the time. It's great. It's great to hear his voice. Yeah. Um, Lino is a young pup. A bit of cheeky young get who is um, his, he's got an older adopted brother who's Tiger and mm-hmm. um, this show is tremendously serialized mm-hmm. like you could watch the first three in a row and you wouldn't realize they're three separate episodes right. you know it introduces bits of the characters you got Jagger you got Lino's being off he's look out, looking the cats don't have any technology mm-hmm. there's no thunder tank yet mm-hmm. um, what's Mumra like is Mumra turns up in the third one and he is like an ever never ending evil but they thought he was put away and Panthro's been away Panthro's a general who went away for a while mm-hmm. he went off to fight the, the lizards in the, the south because the lizards are already there mm-hmm. and the lizards are kind of look the cats are in control mm-hmm. so there's a whole kind of class thing going on right. and like we found these lizards trying to steal food and, and they're locked into stocks and people throwing them and shit and Lionel's like well, that ain't cool man that's not cool look at that let him go Right. They're just stealing for the family, man. That's that's not cool. So there's this whole thing of the cats lording it over everyone else, right? And not having technology, and the lizards kind of get someone who gives them technology, right? And Mumra is behind the whole fucking thing, of course. But even Mumra turns up in the third episode. I've only gotten to the third episode, right? Right. And yeah. so the cats aren't there. Uh, Lino's dad is still around. Jag is still around. You remember Jag was the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Jag. Flew the ship while they were sleeping and shit. Yeah, no, I remember Jag. Now there's no. I've been rewatching the uh, the the original. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've got the the box set. Oh yeah. So I've been rewatching some of the old stuff. Is it watchable? It is actually. Yeah. It's it still holds up, but like like the, the they do talk very slowly though. The first, I mean, some of it's pretty cheesy, but um, there's some pretty adult themes going on, you know, like the, throughout throughout the show. And uh, <laughs> I actually found like uh, I was you know remember the the, the burbles. The Robert burbles. The Robert burbles. Something reminded me of that six months ago, and I had a minor spasm. I had to lie down for a bit. 
I have a Robert Burbel at home somewhere. Someone got it for me when I was a kid, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" But the but the <laughs> but uh, the, the the episode where they are introduced in the original cartoon. I was like, I was pretty baked when I watched it, and uh, it kind of f- freaked me out. A Is someone bit. trying to kill them or something, or something like that? Yeah, yeah. There's like, like a, there's a whole kind of genocide thing going. We can't eat the food. <laughs> yeah, they won't come for us. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just losing my mind. We here. We help you. What's it? I know. <laughs> Freaky, right? It's pretty freaky. It freaked me out. But then once they start talking again, and then once you get into it, it's like, oh, they, they just become kind of annoying. Yeah. But when they're first introduced, let them die. But when they're first introduced, it's pretty, pretty freaky. Yeah. <laughs> it was a weird show. I do love. I did. We should dig up the, you know, the, the outtakes. You've heard the outtakes tape, yeah. right? And I just love. Lido, gotta take care of the summer flange. <laughs> what the fuck's a summer flange? Uh, yeah, I've seen those. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's really good. And I just love the fact that Panthro, like in the original comic, the guy who did the voice for him was Bill Cosby's dad in the Cosby Show. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> but he's a real voice. Yeah, yeah. And Panthro, yeah, so Panthro was away. Tigra is part of Jagger's clerics, which I think is part of the original stuff as well. So she can run fast, but also there's a thing going on there. Wiley Cat and Wiley Kit are on their own completely. They're just beggars. Oh, right. In the streets. And Snarf is smaller. He's toned down, I hear. He's, he's a cat. Tall. Snarf. He doesn't. Snarf. He doesn't. He doesn't talk. He just snarfs occasionally, but he also makes. Noises. I've been tempted to buy the Thunder Tank, the new one. Yeah. Have you seen the the claw? Yeah. You know that the, the yeah. line I had the claw and the sword fits it's, into the claw. It's pretty badass. I want that. Yeah, I was gonna say the <laughs> toys. It's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. <laughs> no, the, uh, the 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 toys for this for this one are pretty yeah. awesome. They're, they're done by Bandai. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, but there's like there's a full length, there's a full size yeah, sword of orange, but there's yeah. also the sword that fits inside yeah, the, the claw. Yeah. The claw. And, Old Lino had that claw thing as well, but they didn't make a toy of it, right? But it's like, it's a shield, right? I used to have Because it was mirrored or something, because he used it against Mumra at some point. Yeah. Mumra's face! Oh, I forgot to moisturize! <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mumra doesn't like his uh, reflection, reflection, right? Is, that, is, that, is, it, is it a thing? I yeah. don't remember that. No, it's a real but thing. But he does the whole, oh, oh, the turning newer, or whatever, getting younger. Ancient spirits of evil, <laughs> transform this decaying form. <laughs> But to I, mom, the so it is a very modern cartoon. There are obviously, you know, there's father issues going on there. There's like a, this plot just needs to go. So I mean, it's going to be inter- it's it's of the kind of Avatar kind of generation of cartoons, you know. Mm-hmm. It's serial. I mean, these are the, this is always the thing they have on TV back and forth. They even have it in adult programs. Mm-hmm. You know, not 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 adult programs. Um, the conflict between serialization and standalone episodes mm-hmm. you know like the old show was very much standalone yeah there yeah. was things that crop up thought yeah. Mumra's always gonna get in trouble yeah. but um this seems to have a very much a, what a about, crew what about the monkeys are there is the, do they have monkeyans in the new one oh uh, shit <laughs> the top just blew the top off my brain what's a monkeyan again the, the monkeyan from from the original wasn't there like is one of the three bad guys yeah there was the lizard there guy was, there was jackalman there, there was uh there, there was um there was Jackal, there was a Sly, and there Sly was, with big ears. And there was Monkeyan. <laughs> the Thundercats! <laughs> They're alive! <laughs> I'm freaking out right now. I'd forgotten all that Monkeyan, but the, the name. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Robert Burble. Jesus. <laughs> we should probably stop. Because <laughs> this, this could go on for the rest of the day. But uh, if you I mean, even if you have any love for the old show. I have huge love for the old show. I can recommend watching the new show. And the new Lino is not annoying. 
Sweet. So, uh, yeah. Here ended the lesson, children. So that ends our reviews. Unless, did you have another one? No, I'm good. Good. Let me just check the Twitter. No questions. Thank you, Twitter. So, as Neville Dean with Taylor's, uh, Taylor would say, hey, Twitter. <laughs> To round off the podcast then, if you want to get in contact with us, you can get us at podcastmakeitwithfries.com and we'll finish with the Malaysian and US box office top 10. At number 10 in Malaysia, The Reef. Number 9, Harry Potter 2. Number... <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Get the Harrows 2. Harrows. Harrows. <laughs> number 8, Love is the Only Answer. Number 7, Rothram. Number 6, Horrible Bosses. I saw a photo of... Um, Colin Farrell in it. I didn't because I'd heard people talking about it, but I hadn't seen what he looked like. Have you yeah. seen what he looks like? Yeah, it looks pretty Great. funny. Um, number five, Captain America, the first Avenger. Number four, The Fortune Buddies. Number three, Zookeeper. Number two, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And at number one, Cowboys and Aliens. At the US, number ten, The Change Up. I've heard this is kind of okay or toxic waste. Yeah. Number nine, Crazy Stupid Love. I've heard good things about this. I've heard good things about it. Number uh, eight, Captain America, the first Avenger. Number seven, Harry Potter, Deathly two. Hallows. Two, Deathly Harrow. Harrow. Number, Harrogate Number six. six Cowboys and Aliens It's like why do so many Chinese people live in Harrow They <laughs> get in the cab and the first thing is, first thing is say Harrow okay. <laughs> Yes <laughs> and, then you, f- and then you go to Harrow and you think fuck there are a lot of Chinese people <laughs> Number five is 30 minutes or less This is getting weird canings Yeah Number four The Smurfs Number three Final Destination 5 Number two The Help And number one Rise of the Planet of the Apes we totally forgot to talk about Harold and Kumar's 3D Christmas. That's right. Shit. Yeah. Next week. Never mind. Because it deserves its own podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. I'm in. Good night. Bye.